All right, everybody, welcome back to the Business and Bliss podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. It's a really unique story around how we can tie our creative side to our bliss journey um, and a really interesting business as well. So, Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome, yeah. welcome. So, Brittany, as we kind of jump in, tell us just a little bit about, tell us the name of your business, first of all, and a little bit about the journey of how your business got started. Um, and I've got some other really interesting questions for you that I think our, our listeners will love. Okay. The name of my business is Art Abide. I've recently done some rebranding, so I'm excited about that. Um, how I got into this business is through my own journey of being an artist, using art to be a way that I've healed my heart and become a healthy person internally. And then I combined it with essential oils and journaling so that it can be a very uh, structured way of getting in tune with the inner self. And so I help people get in tune and hear, hear themselves and ask questions and get an answer and process those answers uh, through this structured, creative experience. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> I'm in love with this. So um, in, in my ebook, actually, 21 Days of Self-Love, one of the activities to shove yourself love and sort of help with women who are going through identity crisis is to exercise some type of creativity. Mm-hmm. And so when I found out that we were going to be having you on the show, it just sort of further reinforced um, that creativity is absolutely a modality for healing. Um, and that means many different things. So sometimes it is, um, you know, organizing things like that's a way of being creative. And sometimes it's painting. Sometimes it's, um, gosh, you know, putting together outfits. I mean, it can really be like so many different things, but it's exercising that right side of your brain and really getting out of that logic side that can sometimes be the monkey mind. Um, so I absolutely love what you're doing. Um, and I, I wanted you to just tell our listeners a little bit more. So let's go a little bit deeper. So kind of take us through like, what's the process? So if someone reaches out to you and, and connects with you and says, Hey, Brittany, like I need some healing. I'm really opening open to trying, you know, this art abide process, like what does that look like? What could someone expect from that? So they would go to my website, they could schedule a consultation call just so I can hear what they, what it is they need, what it is they're looking for and kind of comfort them into what service that I can really best serve them in. And whether most of the time I'm doing large group workshops or I'm doing one-on-ones and so we can get together and do just a three-hour one-on-one like walk you through the process get really deep or you can bring all your friends together um, or do some sort of service for your community and have a group workshop go through the whole process together. That makes sense. So it's a one-to-one or a one-to-many approach? Yeah. I've also done uh, couples, so a couple can get together and work on something together, and I would just walk, walk the both of them through it. Okay. So what would like be an example? So if you're doing, you know, a one-on-one session with someone, or even your group group coaching, I guess, like, give me, give me more meat on that. Like, what, what does that look like? Like, how, how do you have someone use art for healing? Like, what, like, what are the details of that? So the way that I structured it is I include a little essential oil sample whenever you take a workshop so that that really gets 
the the subconscious and the internal things kind of settled and comforted. And then I do uh, 10, 15 minutes of journaling and I just prep your mind to be able to journal effectively. We can think that, oh, well, you know, if I'm journaling, it can be what I did that day or, you know, a conversation I had. But effective journaling can just be 10 minutes of going introspective and having a response to something and, and writing down your mental, your natural flow of thought. Um, and so I do a mental, I read something out loud and it prepares everybody's mind and it starts getting that wheel turning. And then I have them paint an image representation of what they wrote so that they've processed in their logic brain and then they're processing the same topic in their creative brain and so oh that gosh. really starts mine just got blown sorry go ahead <laughs> so it it strengthens the two sides of the brain that's really healthy and then it also uh, starts giving them problem solving that they normally aren't activated in. So the creative problem solving. Um, and that is a really soothing way of checking in with yourself instead of like thinking, oh, there's something wrong. It's really just an exploration. And then by the end of it, I have everyone write down affirmations because usually through this, this journal writing and painting process, they've started to really have some aha moments and that can really reveal some of the ways that we are operating out of things that are not truth. And so whenever you have those ahas, oh, this is what I've, I've been thinking all along, I didn't even realize, this is what I've been operating from, then we write those down so that they stay revealed instead of going back into the ether of mystery. And when you, write, when you say those ahas, those truths out loud every day, seven minutes a day for 63 days in a row, you actually rewire the physical structure of how your brain is. And so that to me is very, it, it's very comforting to know that not only am I this, this mixture of spirit and emotion um, and reaction, I'm also just very organized and structured in my brain. And I can really rely on the fact that all I have to do is this series of things and the, the work is being done for me. So it, it, it's not even like you have to will yourself into this change. All you have to do is stay on this program and your brain re responds the same way. Does that make sense? It does. And you know what's crazy yeah, is back in – Back in 2003, I didn't realize it at the time, but I, I took a class where I had to do that. Like they, they told me I had to do, the, I did a meditation and then I had to paint my inner mind's eye, if that makes any sense. So what I was seeing with my visualization and that was in 2003 and that's literally when I started painting. So I went through that entire activity. I did the painting. And then one thing that I've always struggled with is I'm a very visual person. So it takes a lot for me to try to formulate what I'm seeing or what I envision to formulate into comprehensive sentences that other people can follow along in. But, um, and it was really bad back then. And then I went through that process where I just, I, I did the meditation and then I painted what the inside of my mind's eye saw. And then I had to write out 
in words because it was like the process. I, I guess it's almost like the reverse engineering of what you're trying to do. I had to like get into my communicating side versus my artistic visual picture side. But it was a really cool experience. And I remember back then it was like, wow, I just got rid of all this. Like I didn't, it was like, I got to let go of this creative yeah. energy, if you will. And it just, it felt good. And then I started painting like all the time and I still paint to this day, but it, it helped. So I think, I think that's is really that one of your paintings behind your head, Jen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's For anyone that. who's watching on YouTube. You can see the work of the artiste. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them. That one is, that one's like three years old. Yeah. But no, that's yeah. amazing because you know what you're, what you're both saying. Um, and I believe this, I believe that any type of creativity is a form of meditation. Yeah. It's a form of, right. And we, when we think of meditation, you know, they say that meditation is listening. Um, and so through that creativity, it actually, it's believed to open up like a portal, a channel for you to like connect to your higher self. Um, and you know, if you, when you're ever like in the creative zone and I'm sure you guys are both artists, so you know this, but for those listening, when you're in that creative zone, like you're a little bit on a different vibration, you're like a little bit in a different place, yeah. right? Energetically, you're on a different level. So I, Brittany, I absolutely love the work that you're doing. Um, and you know, I feel kind of left out cause I haven't had this transcendental experience. So I really need to get my crap together and like have someone do a workshop with me. But, um, <laughs> wow. Just you're going to love it when you do it. You, I'm going to love it. I'm going to just like be so high on another level. I don't even know if I'll be like of this earth anymore. So I'll let you guys know. That's awesome. And everything you do is just excellent on that level. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I know that's ironic that the picture behind me, I painted it three years ago when I first started staying at home with the kids. And so my meditation process was like, I had just basically resigned. It actually had been about eight months since I resigned from corporate America and became an entrepreneur while still trying to juggle becoming a, a stay at home mom. And you could see there's like a lot of there's a lot of red and passion and stuff. There's a little bit of darkness. And yeah, there was, the, it's like an emerging, you know what I mean? Like emerging yeah. in the darkness. The oh, cool. I need to raise shiny. my kids. Yeah. It was pretty I love cool. It. So I you should do it. it. So you should totally do it. I'm totally going to do it. So that brings me to another question. So, you know, I, I do want to connect this back to like how, how this concept can help people in that corporate setting. Right. Because I yeah. think, you know, we've all done, my experience with painting is like wine and canvas. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty transcendental in that experience, actually, depending upon how many glasses of wine I have. However, um, you know, I do want to translate to this like creativity concept and this like inner work concept to how this can impact either, you know, someone who's in a career where they're feeling good about, about how this could really like help their teams, you know, tune into that like creative energy. Um, but also for someone who is like unhappy in their job, it seems like this could be a tool for them to maybe download some direction on like what's next or how to solve for this. So have you worked within a corporate setting or have you had any insights on like how this could maybe apply to, to either of those scenarios? Mm -hmm. So my, passion is to work in these corporate settings because Perfect. I see uh, so many people have tools of expression um, that, you know, there are reasons behind why 
people have passions for helping orphans, people have passions for helping single moms. And I think that the corporate setting has been left out. And so these people are um, in, in this machine, right? And they are day in and day out, and they're really a huge effect on our world. They're, they're doing things that really affect the United States or global. And so I want to uh, get into those spaces so that they have that, that a new voice. They don't, they're not just a number or just a cubicle anymore. I want them to have like the individuality in a healthy way and feel seen. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. Jen, since you're a visual person, like if you, if you're visualizing, like how would you visualize this happening? Right. I guess I'm just, I'm seeing this happening. I'm seeing this as like a team activity, right. And you're going through this process. I I'm just envisioning, and I want to hear Jen from your thoughts. Cause I can feel like you visually translate things better, but like I'm envisioning the the connection that's happening amongst this group is like intense, especially if they're sharing out. I'm envisioning the joy that's happening because people are tapping into that authentic part of who they are. Yeah. I'm envisioning um, some of the clarity that's that's happening with like missions and communication. Um, I mean, Jen, do you see do you see where I'm kind of going with that? Like, how do you envision this applying? I do, and it's actually really interesting that Brittany talked talks about that. Um, I'm going to, I'll just self-disclose something that we're working on in our company. We are working on what we're calling the leadership mastery retreat, where we get four to six CEOs, people in the C-suite or, you know, the presidents, vice presidents of corporations in, in corporate America. We want to pull those folks into a retreat where they can come and they can talk about a business challenge, a business problem, present that to the room. And, you know, we'll, we'll go through and we'll figure out how we can cross pollinate ideas and collaborate to help them solve it. But there's also an element of this retreat where we do stuff like this. So for example, we have all of your supplies because we want to at the end of each day, do something that is about finding balance, centering, and then trying to get people to unblock their, their self-limiting beliefs that might be holding them back. So this, how I would see it is if we had that going on and we had this activity, you know, maybe even Brittany comes in and says, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it, and it would help them because it helped me tremendously. Back in 2003, I was on the, I was on the target corporate grind to becoming a senior group leader, right? I know that was like 16 years ago, but that was like all the thing that you wanted to be, right? Like everybody, oh, when am I going to be an SGL? And so that pressure of being in the top 1% of corporate America trying to strive for something and, and trying to be the best was, it was high, high pressure. And so that experience that I had where I was painting and doing that meditation, looking at my inner eye, it was very eye opening. It helped me identify what was difficult for me in terms of communicating what I saw and then putting it to paper or verbalizing it to somebody. And it, it helped me identify what, what areas of opportunity I had to really work on. And, and based on that, I was able to jot that down and do the journaling that Brittany's talking about and then develop an action plan on how I could close that gap up. So, but the biggest piece was trying to figure out how can I continue to do this because of the way that I felt when I did the painting and burning that creative energy, that whole piece was something totally different. And it was part of my new personal development journey. So it's like, it can help you 
identify skills that you want to work on in, in corporate America or your business. And it can also identify things that you need to work on personally to try and get joy back into your life and have some personal development and grow as a person on, you know, your journey to, for me, it's my journey to enlightenment as, you know, other people that might just be on my journey to be sane. Who knows? Everybody has a different journey, right? But for me, that's how I see it. I see it could definitely be in a group setting where everybody's doing their own their own picture and then you can develop it into, okay, so what does that mean and in terms of what you're trying to find in your life, whether it's related to business or personal, I think yeah. it'd be awesome. I think it'd be awesome in a group setting. It's, it's important too that we're having this conversation for, so for whoever is listening, it is important to have this conversation. You know, I think sometimes when we think about creativity, we might think about just like the painting, but it's more than that. Creativity is different to everyone. And I even think of, you know, creativity in a corporate setting being like innovative ideas. And, you know, when I teach authenticity to, in, in the small businesses I work with, that's one of the things that we go around and do an activity about is around like, what are everyone's crazy ideas? What is, what is an idea that you wanted to share that you never shared because you felt uncomfortable to share it, or you felt that, you know, your creativity was stifled or maybe wouldn't be accepted. Like, that, you know, getting ideas from your team and hearing perspectives from your employees is a form of embracing their creativity and embracing, you know, how they look at the world in a different way and how they look at the solution or the problem in a different way. So I just want to call that out because it, it doesn't necessarily mean we all have to go to like ropes course and paint a painting. It's about like, I want you to hear from Brittany. It's this concept of connecting the two sides of the brain of connecting the logic, the problem, the gap, whatever with the creative. I had a question too, because um, one of the things that, that happened for me, Brittany, and I don't know if this is just part of the process or if it was just my own epiphany, but one of the things that I realized while I was going through that process is as a perfectionist and somebody who would usually wait until everything was perfect before I took action, like you can't paint and expect it to be perfect on your first try. So it's, it's like when people are playing golf and they're trying to learn how to putt and you've got to learn patience and you've got to learn how to slow down. And so it taught me a lot about myself in terms of how I handle adversity, how I handled failure and how I handled, Oh God, everything can't be perfect. That was like the first thing that I was able to reflect on was, Oh my God, I don't know if I could ever paint again because it's, it's just so hard to get it just right. And, but that is why I dove straight in was like, I'm not going to get this just I right. Need this. Yeah. It's like the, the meditation is, is all about how to just put on the canvas what's in my mind. And it doesn't matter how perfect it is at the, at the brush stroke, you know? So I don't know, Brittany, is that something that, that happens in, in your world of, of activities when you're leading people through it or what do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. So before I was doing this specifically, I was actually running a, one of the painting and wine things. Okay. Hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for a long time and I, I got to teach hundreds of classes of, of groups of people trying to get it right. And so many people came through my doors and said, I'm not an artist. I'm not creative. I can't even draw a stick figure. I heard it over and over and over again. And what, what really gave me so much joy every single time I did one of the, one of the events that I did, everyone left with a smile on their face. They left with laughter 
And that I, I saw people saying like, Oh, I haven't painted since middle school. I've never done this before. And they were connecting with a, a piece of themselves that they'd never connected with before. And they were rediscovering themselves. So when I do one of these workshops, every single person, the, the art abide workshops, every single person is painting at their ability level. They're painting something private to them so that they, they could be painting something that has deep, deep, a lot of time I provide tissues because people are often crying, you know, cause they're having this, these epiphanies. And when they leave, they're leaving with freedom and every, every brushstroke they did was perfection. So it, like it, it, and it's not about perfection on the canvas. It's about right. the perfection that you're just, all you're doing is pulling that brushstroke out of yourself and you're putting it on the outside of yourself and you're doing every single brushstroke. I call it a faith painting because you are just, every brushstroke is the, is a mark of faith and it's just you discovering yourself. And that to me is perfection. Even if it is just all black on the canvas, it doesn't have anything to do with the beauty, technical beauty that you see on, on the canvas. It, what's, what's happened is that there's a beauty and a freedom happening within. That's really the focus. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the entire activity. It's so yeah. cool. It is very cool. Brittany, do you have um, a testimonial or, you know, maybe a client with anonymously, of course, that stands out to you? If you could just share like an example of an experience that someone may have from this. Well, yeah, on, by the way, on my website, I have a testimony page. So if you'd like to look into that, just see how people are responding. Um, the, the person that stands out to me the most is one of the bigger influencers in my community. Um, I was surprised she came to the workshop because I, I just, you know, those people that have so many things on their plate, you just assume like they're always going to be busy. But she chose to come to one of these workshops and I was so glad she did. She had her own epiphanies. She left. The next day, for, for the next three days, she contacted me for the next three days and just said, thank you. I can't tell you I slept better than I ever slept that night. And I have continued to be benefited and blessed by the workshop that we did that night. And then also she sent me a, a picture of the, the table of contents for a new book that she's writing. And she said, I would not have been able to hear this table of contents before she wrote the book. She just wrote the table of contents. And she said, I heard from God, these, these exact names of these chapters because I got in tune that night. So I'm looking forward to reading her book eventually. <laughs> That's amazing. The fact that you helped clear energy for, for someone to write their book, to share their message. I mean, if that isn't humanity, a humanity handshake, I don't know what it, I mean, geez, that sounded real country. Right now. Okay, Brittany, so tell us more. So I, I want to ask, so you're obviously in the San Diego area, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for someone who isn't local to you, I believe you started to tell me a little bit about a workbook or something that you have mm -hmm. coming out this fall. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about that and what you're essentially giving birth to through that book and what, what that would look like. Yeah, I'm doing the workbook that's going to help people 
walk through the workshop itself that they can just do it at home. And then I'm also going to be really diving in deeper about the affirmations, um, which I believe are the, the long-term benefit of doing these workshops. The workshop itself is amazing, as, as we've talked about, but the long-term is rewiring your brain. And I'd really like to focus on that in the, in the workbook. Um, and then I am also coming out with a podcast, and the podcast is going to be primarily based off of the research that I'm doing and the ahas that I am having in, during writing the workbook process. That's cool. I love that. I, you know, I firmly believe in my heart that once we learn something and we become aware of something that we have a incredible responsibility to share that with other people. And just thank you for doing the work that you're doing, obviously to help people, but then also thinking through, gosh, how do I reach as many people as possible? And how do I sort of enhance this collective healing that's happening and needs to happen across our planet right now. So that is amazing. Um, so Jen, any other questions on your end? I, I really just wanted to, my, I think the last question that everybody probably wants to know is, you know, how do we find you? Yes. That's like, what I wanted your, to ask. I just did yeah. the conversation. I agree. How do people connect with you? Do you do virtual consultations? Like, Give us all the goodies on that. Yeah. If you're looking for a one-on-one, -on -one, I can absolutely do a virtual, like a, a Zoom that like we're doing right now and you have the materials in front of you and I just walk you through it. And also I want to encourage you that after you do the work process, the, the workshop, um, that you can go and journal, even if you don't have paint, you can journal anytime and I'm going to show you and give you the materials and the tools you need to be able to take this and make it a daily practice or make it a practice that you do it anytime you need it. I'd, I'd really like to not, not only have people use my product for me and my benefit, but I want them to become independent in using it. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I love that. You know, it, it, I, I'm just kind of thinking through, cause you said, you know, people would have their supplies with them and everything. And I just wanted to share so that this isn't overwhelming to anyone, or hopefully maybe this will make it feel less overwhelming. But I remember I went um, to a detox spa in Palm Springs. It's called We Care. If anyone is looking for a place to get away and um, do a detox, it's amazing, great healing just incredible. Um, and while I was there, they, they encourage creativity. And so I, I literally just went on, you know, the, I'm going to say the A word, Amazon. Um, and I just bought like a pack of canvases, a set of paints, some brushes. I mean, I did buy an apron cause you know, I have to have all the accessories, but anyways. Um, and I just painted and like what I painted, I mean, I actually was cracking up cause I'm like, this is so ugly but in a funny way. And like, this is hilarious, but it was so healing. And so I'm just going back to what you were saying about, you know, people leaving those painting parties, laughing and cracking up and, you know, probably, you know, poking fun at each other a little bit. And yeah. like, that's what it's about. It's about realizing you are perfect in your imperfection. Yeah. And, yeah. um, that's exactly what you're helping people embrace. And you were doing amazing things. I'm so thankful that we had you on here because this is a very unique twist on how to connect business and bliss and you're just amazing. So <laughs> thank you. Tell us how to get a hold of you. Yeah. Go to artabide.com. That's A-R-T-A-B-I-D-E.com. And 
you can schedule a consultation phone call and I'll be able to contact you that way. Or you can email me, um, Brittany Page at artabide.com. You can also find that on my website. And we can contact, we can just get in contact with one another and make sure that your needs are being met. Brittany, awesome. can we stalk you on social media? Do you have Instagram? I do. I have Instagram art.abide is Instagram and then Brittany, Brittany page, uh, sorry, art abide by Brittany page is my Facebook. And those okay. links are also go ahead and give you a follow. Okay. So I'm following your personal page, but now I just followed your business page too. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Brittany, thank you so much. You are such a beautiful soul. You have such a calming energy, which is nice for my like chaoticness over here. So <laughs> awesome. absolutely. Brittany, it was really nice having you on. Thank you so much for sharing your message with our audience. Oh, thank you. You guys have been so great. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for getting the work that you do and you're getting uh, supporting so many people through, through just doing these interviews and, and giving people access to different, the different options they have to live their bliss. Yes, absolutely. Woo, cold chill. <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody. All right, All right girl. Bye. 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 Bye.